Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hey, that's us. We are here, ready to get after it. Good to be here. That has been a a very weird week of different things going on, but excited to at least be with my boy, Pat Dooley, for one final day of the week. No show tomorrow because softball and baseball continue to interrupt the radio world's lives and interrupt my life, of course, because I'm doing all those. But it's good. It's fun. It's good to be back. Good to actually have the Gators win a few games this week. There was like a whole weekend where Florida didn't win a baseball game. And everybody's freaking out, I'm sure. Not the way you want to start. But again, when you only get to play one game, I mean, uh, that that was part of the problem. But yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be okay. For everyone that did freak out, it's 50-plus games regular I don't season. Think, I don't think there was a high level of freak, freaked outness. I think most people who have followed – Gator baseball or college baseball or baseball yeah. know that one game never decides anything. So no, we and didn't you're get... seeing that midweek this week. A lot of teams oh, are yeah. losing to these lesser teams. Yeah, Vandy's lost a bunch of games already yeah. this year so far. Crazy. But I mean, hey, it is it is what Wake Forest lost the other night. I mean Yeah. But it it was what was cool though, and obviously I haven't been here to, to talk about it, that Friday night crowd was amazing. It felt like a super regional again. Yeah. And I was just I guess I was shocked. I didn't expect that many people to be there, and it was announced seventy-eight, ninety-eight. And I, I wouldn't say I was shocked because I know how this town likes to celebrate things. Yeah, and that was basically going there to celebrate what happened last year. And I, th- I think people like to be a part of that. You know, they want. And don't forget, these are also people that have fallen in love with the stadium and yeah. not with their football team. <laughs> And that's part of it. Part of it is, uh, let's go somewhere we can win. And, uh, and who are we playing in baseball? St. John's. Wow, well, Got that. the junior college? <laughs> we can handle them. That was your old junior college. It was the. Uh, it was. It was community college. What? Are, what are they? Uh, now they're St. John's College. But what's their mascot? The Vikings. The Vikings. That's right. We've had that conversation. That's where uh, so Leif a- Erickson sailed up the uh, St. <laughs> John's, John's River. River. And attack Palaka on his way to Finland. Well, they do have the bridge that goes over the St. John's there, the big one in Palaka. They have yeah. like army guys on That's statues. That's not what we call them. What do you call them? Well, one of them's name is Captain Right On because he's going like this with a hand grenade. Okay. So we just call him Captain Right On. <laughs> and the other guy's holding a big phallic symbol. So you can think of the names we came up with him oh, for him. Good stuff. It's actually a shell, okay. But but it looks it looks just like it. yep. All right. Well, he um, had a name. <laughs> lots to uh, to talk about. Certainly, it was a big night last night. You had softball and baseball going as you do this time of year, and of course, a game that I couldn't watch was 
probably the most important out of all of them. And I, and I kept looking at the score. So Pat's going to have to help me because I wasn't able to see any of it. Didn't even watch any highlights today, being really busy. And But I – like are you – Coming in today or thinking as a Gator fan today, well, like because you know a lot of Gator fans, if you lose, are just they're pissed off. But yeah. is it is it one of those where you can say, "Wow, they actually played really well." It's okay they lost that game, or because they blew the lead late. Is it one of like, "Wow, you should have had it." No, it's more of, and this was my wife's feeling about it. Well, we show we can play with the best team in the okay. Well, then there yeah, you go. and I think that's where I, I am. That they showed that the best team in the conference, uh, they're they're just as good as them, especially being on the road in that environment. Yeah, and they were right there. Now, now again, they still got to figure a way to close games. And if they could have closed that one, they, it would have been tremendous. Uh, Do they get a lot of calls go their way? No, but you know my philosophy on that. You you get bad calls, especially on the road. Yeah, you got to play around it. Um, but they, um, I mean, they had a chance. There's no doubt about it. They had a chance, and and just. Alabama's got really good players. Uh, ironically, I was just I had lunch with Patrick Young, um, and we were talking about the game, and um, he was saying, you know, he he told everybody before the game if Florida could win the w- rebounding battle, they'd win the game, and of course they lost it by ten. Yeah, and the biggest basket of the game was a rebound um, by um, uh, his name is throwing me off. I can't think of his name. The forward who put back the winning basket. Anyway, I don't know why I can't think of his name. It's okay. It's an Alabama player. No, but I know this guy. I know him. He's a really good player. He reminds me a lot of the guy from South Carolina. I can't even think of his name either. This is what happens when you get old. Get ready for this, Jeff. You're going to be going, you know what? Uh, uh, you're my kid. What's your name again? <laughs> no. Anyway, that was a big basket in the game. No doubt about it. And and look, the great thing was I'm sitting there watching that game, and I'm like, well, I know what I'm writing if Florida wins. And that was would be if all of a sudden the SEC race has gotten really interesting. Yeah. Because if Florida wins that game, they're a game out of first. And, you know, uh, but um, – now, now the thing is, look, you guys shown that you you're you can play with everybody in this league. That's that's been established. Maybe you can't play with Tennessee. Okay, the Ole Miss thing was a fluke. Tennessee maybe is just too good for you, but you may not see Tennessee again the rest of the year. So what you've got to do now is take care of business. Business. Yeah, you just you you win the games you're supposed to down the stretch and beat Vandy twice, beat Missouri. If somehow you steal one of the other two, great. If you don't, you're fine. You're still going to be okay. All right, I'm going to allow you to like at the end of Dumb and Dumber, totally redeem yourself by uh, buying the scooter and getting rid of the the dog van because you know it's cheaper to be able to do that. In theory, yes, yes. but they froze. They're their nose buggers. So they were able to hold each other nicely and tight and be warm and then just pee themselves. Nelson, Estrada, Sears, Estrada, Griffin, or Stevenson. Yeah. Estrada. I, for some reason, I can't think of his name because Estrada doesn't sound like a basketball player's name. It sounds like a baseball player's name. Yeah. No, Estrada was the guy who put it back, and it was a really good play by him. And he he does, he is their secret weapon in that. 
you are worried about Sears, which you should be, and you're worried about some of these other guys, but Estrada will just all of a sudden have 14 and 8, you know, in every game. And he's he's really good at that. Yeah, he had 20, 20 and 8 last yeah. night with eight assists as well. So he obviously played really well. Well, it was an offensive game. Let's yeah. put it that way. I mean, how many how many shots were taken? 162. I think it was what I added it up to be. Maybe I'm a little bit off there. 84 plus 81, so 165. Five, 165. 165 shots taken. Hmm. That's a lot of shots. It's a lot of shots. But you just knew Florida was not going to continue winning these overtime games on the road. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> tough. And how about, of course, before we get into everything else, by the way, Alabama did ha- does have a Muhammad Diabate on the team. They do. How about that? Yeah, yep. So that's pretty cool. Um, he really wasn't a factor last night. But, again, this league, and I know we've talked about it, so it's not really surprising, but for LSU to beat Kentucky like that. And I'm sure the Cattlemen will give us a call today and say Calipari needs to be gone. They're stirring up and all that kind of stuff. But it, it is starting to feel like two days ago everybody was like, ah, oh, he's got he's it back. He's got it figured out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now they, they lose again. It's just it's very strange. What has happened it was, in this league? What was really strange about that was when the Florida game was over, I immediately turned both TVs off because I don't want to, I got can't be distracted. I got to write. Yeah. And so I got finished writing and I turn on Mississippi State, Mississippi, and I'm like, what am I going to watch on the other TV? Because Kentucky was blowing them out. That, that game's not going to be any good. So I put it on some other game and all of a sudden I went, what? <laughs> it's a one point game. So I, fl- I finally, I was able to watch the last. Two shots. Dillingham's shot was ridiculous. Yeah, and pretty crazy. To put him ahead, and then they get that weird, crazy, wild. Gets blocked, gets it back. And tip in. You got to, I mean, if you're a Kentucky fan, and I I, I, I would not want to be a Kentucky fan, but yeah. if you are a Kentucky fan, you've got to be just bitter right now. How did we lose that game? Yeah. Especially to a team like LSU. But has they won some games this year. They're okay. No, but their, their net is like 93, yeah. so. Did you notice though after the that after Florida lost Alabama last night, neither team moved in the net, not one spot. Because that's what I said. Florida is was playing with house money. Yeah. And now what they've got to do? Okay, they almost they put a lot of money down on the re, on the red, and it it was on the red, and it popped out at the last minute and went to black. Yeah. But now what you got to do is you got to put it on the uh, where you have night. Like, everything but something and, and and find a way you can win these uh these these two games especially yes totally you're not playing great. against great teams all right our number 392-8255 that is our titan mri hotline we'll get uh, woody to get going today hey woody what's up man yeah hey guys that was quite a game last night really enjoyed it and um <clears throat> i've noticed uh something over the last month or so my enjoyment of this team has has uh, gone up like crazy. Uh, the ball movement, the the shots inside the inside the arc, as opposed to the five out. Everybody take their turn shooting threes stuff that goes on so in so many other games. Um, just at the the things that we thought were going to cause them a problem, uh, you know, free throw shooting stuff like that doesn't really seem to be biting them too much, and they're playing like a team, interchangeable parts, uh, just getting after it all over the place. Um, it's, it's an enjoyable game to watch. The ball, basketball is a moving game, and I hate this three-point junk 
that I watch NBA and a lot of college games. So I'm really enjoying this team, and I'm encouraged. They look like they've gotten a lot better over the last month um, toward the end of the game, the uh, the, uh, the the plays right after timeouts. Uh, Jimmy Dykes was going on and on last night about how Todd Golden over and over and over was calling the right play. Uh, so I'm encouraged to the progress of the team in terms of the program, but also this past month, and, uh, you know, I said to my wife, I said, look, there's no shame losing to Alabama in overtime at their place. Uh, they played a great game. And, uh, you know, bat- luckily we don't have to win every single game like in football. So uh, I'm pretty dang encouraged, uh, and I'm just, just in- waiting to enjoy the rest of the games, which, you know, early in the year when they, um, like, for instance, against Virginia, when they had uh, two possessions in the last minute of the game and didn't even get up a shot, I was thinking, okay, this looks like last year where they were kind of disorganized at the end of the game. They've gotten way better since then. I know Pullen was out. That made a huge difference. But just to watch the guys get their roles and the guys get better, the two freshmen, Houck and Condon, and just guys fitting together, moving the ball, being like a guy gets in trouble to the lane and there's a guy out there at the three-point line waiting for the ball. Just It's like they're, they're gelling, and it's good to watch. I'm really enjoying This is my kind of basketball right here. Moving the ball, everyone gets, gets a shot. Uh, offense. I'm you really like offense. It. You're a big offense <laughs> well, guy. You don't care about defense. Uh, you like offense. No, you're putting words in my mouth, uh, but uh, I, I wouldn't mind some more defense, but I like to see the ball move. Basketball is a moving game. This three-point line crap that you see during so many games, especially the NBA, I hate that. I want to see guys moving and getting after it. Were you guys a little surprised at how much physicality? Just They were roughing each other up like crazy, and, and there could have been two or three times as many foul calls. I was a little surprised by that, but I don't mind if the game keeps going. You know, I, I don't like a, a, one of those stop-and-start games where there's, you know, 50 free throws. Yeah, those so suck. I was just wondering what you, you know, I was wondering what y'all thought about that, how rough it was. I mean, there was some stuff that should have been obvious calls that just – you know, what a surprise. You know, Clayton Jr. steps on the on the end line going under the ba- backboard. Well, that's because two guys just shoved him. You know, it's like, what? Uh, so uh, that was a little weird, but at least it seemed fairly even. I didn't quite get what you were saying, Pat, about calls Is there is because I didn't pick up on any, like, I wasn't yelling at the TV last night. So what were you talking about there? I was talking about other people that were that felt like they didn't get calls. Um, In fact, uh, some of some many again, most of them are people that were rooting for the Gators. Patrick Young was one of them today. He felt like they they could they didn't get friendly whistles, but that wasn't why they lost. Uh, There were a couple of plays, and you've seen the play with, and I think it's Estrada again with Hanlockton giving him an elbow on the ground. if you haven't seen that play, go. It's not hard to find. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and and it, it's. I think the guy should get a, a half game ejection. I mean, I, he should have been ejected from that game right then. But we'll see if that. It doesn't really matter to us. I I actually hope he doesn't get ejected because they play Kentucky next. So I'll be rooting for <laughs> them against Kentucky. Well, I didn't see that, but. Um... You know, I thought it was pretty even in terms of letting them play. So I didn't see anything glaring, and I agree with you. That's not the reason they lost. I think they just didn't make a couple shots that the other team did make. Yeah, and started uh, off know, bad in advantage. overtime. You know, that that was – I think maybe there was – usually they kind of come out at the start of overtime and feel like, all right, we overtime is our time, right? And that's the way that – but this time it was almost like they were deflated by not getting the game over with and – 
you know, again, they, they played Pullen and, and um, Clayton played an awful lot of minutes. So. Yeah, 40 and yeah. 43. What, yeah. was, what was up with Kugel? Why didn't he play? Is he sick or was he in the doghouse? What, what's up? Ineffective? He spent what a lot of time in the doghouse this year. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I No, I just I, – I honestly and, – and I, I don't know this to be 100%, but, of course, he's been better the, these last few weeks and engaged. I just think sometimes yeah. when you look at matchups – I mean, why did Thomas Howe be so good last week? Because it was a better matchup. And then this week it wasn't. Yeah, and then this week it just didn't fit what Kugel did, and they think they played Aberdeen a little bit more. And because it was more of what, you know, I think the, the style that they were the trying to do. ideal thing is if you can, okay, if they're going to play this way, we've got a guy that can, yeah, that can do counter this. that. Yeah. Like, it, it's literally, it's going to be Clayton and Pullen playing all the time, and then everybody else is interchangeable. And yeah. I think, you know, as you talk about the – the differences from the beginning of the year to now, I think that's what Todd Golden's figured out. It's it's to be able to utilize different guys in different situations, and those guys need to be on the court yeah. as much as possible. Those two, and it's unfortunate that they do, but because they they may be getting tired. But um, and don't forget that they the two games they've lost during these nine game run were both games where they had shots at the end and came up short. So, yeah, and it happens, right? Yeah, they may. Well, I'm just saying they may be getting a little bit tired. I mean, they like you said, what they play 43 and 40 minutes last night. Yeah, it's a lot of minutes. So, um, but what are you going to do? You're trying to get into the tournament. You're going to try to win every game. Right, it is. All right, uh, what do you? Thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate it. We'll uh, snag a break, and that's how we get going today. Again, three nine two eight two five five. Our Titan MRI hotline. Let's get after it here on a Thursday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. Florida Gators women's basketball hosts Missouri tonight. The Gators are 13-11 and and they're coming off two straight losses against Ole Miss and Kentucky. Missouri is 11-14 and and they have lost their last seven straight games. Coverage starts right here at 540. The fifth-ranked Florida Gators gymnastics team is hosting the second-ranked LSU Tigers tomorrow night at 645. The Gators are coming into this meet with a 9-1 record, and LSU is coming in with a 7-2 record. Florida comes in first in the SEC, and LSU comes in at third. The Florida Gators baseball team starts a three-game series against Columbia tomorrow night at 630. The Gators are coming off back-to-back wins against North Florida this week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks. Get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Dools and Dozo here with you. Thomas, our producer today, getting after it on a Thursday, our last show of the week. We'll have uh, Gator softball and then Gator baseball tomorrow as it's a five-week or five game week for uh, for both of those squads. Yeah, busy time of year. We're out a little early for softball today, and no uh, women's basketball. Yeah, that's right. I, it's so confusing this time of year when you've got women's basketball, women's baseball, softball, women's baseball, women's baseball. Yes, it's the new big sport. Uh, you also have swimming, which it's like a league of their own leads the men lead the SEC right now. Yeah, there's 12 teams right now that are playing currently for the Florida Gators. So this is where I think a lot of people need to appreciate what's going on around here. 12 teams right now ranked that are playing 
Like that's how good this time of year is here in Gainesville. And I know we want to go back to football and all that kind of stuff, but when they're still not at their best, there's a lot of really good teams around here that you can go see. And that's very evident. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And um, I, th- I think that that's the coolest time of the year, too, for me because you just have so many options, different yep. things to do. Like we were, we had tickets for the game Wednesday night. We I decided not to go because I had to cover the basketball games. But, uh, you know, for this weekend, well, yeah, we'll definitely be out there. That it is. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones. Mike joins us next. Hey, Mike. Hey, uh Good evening, guys. Um, Jeff, you've got an excuse because you didn't watch the game. Pat, you don't. Um, There were three specific things that I saw last night that were really weird. Number one is very late in the game. Um, I forget whether I think it was pull and knock the ball away, and it was a clear – he clearly hit the ball, and he was called for a foul. Uh, there was the one that you talked about, about hand logging, where he got uh, uh, an arm check that nearly took that big guy off his feet. But the one that's all over the Internet today and all over all the sports things and everything else that they uh, blew away from what was that event in the basket for the loose ball where Condren dove at it, got it, got kneed in the head, and then the Alabama guy gave him a forearm to the back of the head. And Condren got the foul. Yeah. Now, as of today, if you didn't read or haven't heard, the Alabama guy got a three-game suspension. Yeah, well, he should have, yeah. Well, that should have happened last night. Yeah, and it would have changed the game. Gators would have a win if that was the case. Yeah, that's correct. But the problem is, is what's going to happen – when this guy comes to Gainesville, if he comes, I'm hoping Alabama will leave him at home. But if he does come, that's going to be the whole story. Leading up to it, through it, all the way, that's going to be the whole story. And it could get nasty. I don't think it'll get nasty. I mean, I, I, think, uh, that, I think that, I mean, Florida's pretty good about well, keeping, that, that, keeping things from getting nasty. You better keep Krugel off the floor. Kugel? Or Kugel, yeah. Because I don't think he's, you know, he didn't play much last night. But uh, I'm kind of disappointed that that, that the officiating, um, uh, you know, keeps missing these critical things in a critical game. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how you feel if you're an official and you say, well, they suspended this guy for three games because of this terrible thing he did uh, right in front of you, but you didn't see yeah. I'm telling you, those guys, those guys, you know where that's going to cost them. And and again, they had a good crew. I think Doug Shouse was there last night, right? They had a good crew. Um, that's going to cost them when it comes time to the SEC tournament. That's yeah, how that's how yeah. your punishment because you're uh, not going to make that extra money by doing the SEC tournament, and we're not going to put your name in for NCAA's. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be the case with these guys, but somebody totally missed a call that ended up getting a guy a three game suspension so well and if he does if if it is three games the day he would come back would be the florida game so that would be his first game eligible to become back right yeah and so um i i but it it will i mean it's just the nature of the of the press it's going to be you know alabama at florida then they're going to show that play over and over and over again i can see it now and it's three weeks out no, I mean he's he's not a 
big time player for him. I think he only played three or four minutes, so right. it's not like but a big he, big loss for them. But well, did you know that he got he got uh, kicked out of another game because he stopped on the uh, on the hand of an Auburn player? Yep. No, I, I mean he, he came in from West Virginia. I think is where he came from. Yep. So good right. old good old Huggy Bear. He was a part of. Before he got rid of, but yeah, I mean, and it is unfortunate that they don't see it or you wish somebody would have been able to, to review it or look at something because it probably changes the landscape of the game. Like we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then we're talking about Florida is now number two Yep, in, in the league and getting so the buy and all that stuff. Yeah. No doubt. So that's the, that's the kind of stuff that causes problems. Anyway, I just thought I'd call in. I uh, appreciate the show. Yeah, Mike, thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, snag Jake. By the next. way, I did watch the baseball game too. So you did? I, I got to watch both things. Big time. Yeah. Cool. Did you like the broadcaster? It was okay. It was all right. One of them kept talking about things that happened a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, what's up? Yeah, it's rocking in the free world, man, for red, white, and blue. Unless you want to say orange and blue. But anyway, um, I think that everybody's making the good points about those bad calls because they were bad. But I think. Really, what killed us in another way is that left-handed kid to hit everything from the the, cor- the corners because he was quarantined. Nobody was around the guy. I don't know how many of those that guy hit, but four or five of them, it seemed like. And what rubs in the salt, the kids from Florida, we needed to get him. That kid played some good ball. Well, rumor, rumor had it he uh, didn't shower before the game. And he kept, and he ate beans, so he kept farting, so they didn't want to be close to him. Well, well, yeah, that that had to be part of it, I'm sure, because yep. he was all net anyway. So <laughs> much for that. But um, those guards we got, man, they're just something else. They're unbelievable. We're gonna, if we just keep on where we're doing, getting improving a little bit, we could be, I think, easily a Sweet Sixteen team. Well, and and I think but, a lot of people understand Jake, and and I think they're starting to get some recognition nationally for it. Is yeah, if the Gators happen to be a eight or nine seed, and then you're playing that that next game, I mean, you hope not because then you're you obviously facing a pretty tough one to to get to the Sweet Sixteen. But they can easily upset anybody in the country. That's that's how good they're playing. And if they play on all cylinders and and everything's going the way that they're capable of, they should be one of the you know top ten, fifteen teams in the country with an opportunity to win a whole bunch of games. So what if they it's went, been fun. What if they went crazy and actually played defense? Yeah. Then they could really be something. No, it's, it's been good. That's why, our why? weak spot, man. Defense is our weak spot, without a doubt. I think we buried so we, can, we buried uh, some kind of a, a something on an Indian burial ground here in Gainesville because nobody can play defense anywhere. I guess Gator baseball. Yeah, they're they're airless so far, I think. Yeah. But basketball Who do we football, play Saturday? Vanderbilt. That, that's here? That's yeah. Here. yeah, it's here, right? Next two oh, are here, good. yeah. Well, the only two we, I hope we don't regret losing Kentucky. We had them, and God, we played so good last night to not come out with a W. But that was just sad, really. No doubt. We had them 10 points, and it looked like we were going to get it. But anyway, great show, All guys. Right, Jake. Thanks a lot. Yep, thank you. Appreciate that. Let's snag uh, Little Juice next. Hey, Little Juice. Hey, good night. Good afternoon, fellas. I hope you're well. Yeah, very I much. My, I want to I want to tip my hat to the center of their team for his endurance and his skill. And he really played well. It was he just had a really really good night. His mind surrounded by big guys, but 
he just really played well from the very beginning to the very end. One thing I, I thought is um, basketball teams guards also have to block out. They're just stretched, but they, they're Alabama guards were in there getting rebounds, and that, that was a big putback at the end of the game. Somebody, whoever's guarding that guy, if we're in a man-to-man, you just can't let him go right down the middle of the lane because the ball just might actually go there. So yeah. I don't know why our perimeter guys were allowing their guards. They they also have to – that's part of their role as well is to box out. Well, they know, they know that, and that's – that's something that they've done a really – that's one reason Florida's had that great uh, percentage of, of uh, you know, getting more rebounds than the opponent usually. But last night it didn't match up well, and I don't know why they, they didn't box out the way they do. I mean, Pullen's had games where he's had six, seven rebounds, but they just didn't seem to be boxing out there um, and certainly weren't at the end. Yeah, Strata, I mean, a lot of them, they were in there, and I don't know if our guys are – wanting to get the ball out and run and, and uh, or whatever. But anyway, it was a great game. And you got to tip your hat to Alabama. And it was physical. Um, I, want, I did have a different question, though. On the NIL, in the old days, a player had to pass so many semester, you know, like 12 hours a semester to stay eligible. Is that even in effect anymore? It still is, yeah. You have to. They have to pass classes nowadays still? Yep. I don't even know what the NCAA even does anymore, honestly, as far as writing over programs. Yeah, I know. So, you, I mean, it, it's I was, it's still the, you know, first and foremost, you're a student athlete, although a lot of that other stuff has changed. You still got to go to school. Uh, unless, you know, I think all these Kentucky guys used to, because you don't, you don't have to do it the semester you're actually playing. So I think, you know, for all these Kentucky basketball players that were one and dones, all they have to do is pass one semester the fall. And then they don't even go to class in the spring because it doesn't matter. They're already going to be gone by the time you know those grades would come out. That's the kind of yeah. the loophole around it. Um, great show, guys. Thank you. All right, thanks, little juice. And and speaking of nil, and you know this is is kind of uh, a really neat thing that started, and I'm hoping that it will now kick in throughout the rest of Gainesville because. Our buddies, you know, we're, we're at the swamp uh, during football season. They uh, they came up with a a really unique thing last night that I hope kind of sets a standard for a bunch of other restaurants and businesses in town. But you have the option now, I think, as we try to become more involved with NIL and Florida Victorious and all those types of things, you can go to the swamp. You can have your great drinks and great food and and enjoy your time. And then when the bill comes, there's going to be an option. At the bottom of that screen, obviously to pay your bill, but you can make then also a contribution to Florida Victorious. And it's really cool what Ryan's done and, and you know Phil's involved and, and all these guys over there and, and what they're trying to do. But I, I think if this kind of starts something, this was the perfect avenue for all these people that are making excuses and saying, well, I don't know what Florida Victorious is. I don't know how to donate. I don't know how to be a part of this. I mean, you can add five bucks to that, dedicate a right to Florida Victorious, and the swamp is going to say, okay, here's all the money that we're putting into the pot, and it's all going to Florida Victorious. So, you know, just say it's, I don't know, thousand bucks a month. Then it's, I mean, you would hope it's way more than that, but I think all these people now uh, have the options to uh, to be able to do this. So I, I commend 
everybody over there at the uh, the Swamp Restaurant for for kind of starting this. I hope other people catch on. I know you've got to finagle your point of sale systems a little bit and make it work and and do some different things. But kudos to them for uh, being at the forefront of this and trying to to help because I think we all want to certainly get better players here. I think that's what a lot of people moan and groan about and why some of these players aren't coming to Florida. So um, pretty cool what uh, what the Swamp Restaurant is starting. Yeah, that is a great deal to do that. And again, this is part of the Florida Victorious, and I think it's tremendous. And we know what big Gator fans they are over there, Kyle and uh, Ryan. So um, we appreciate them. And and speaking of NIL stuff, the uh, EA Sports College Football Twenty Five is getting coming out. Do you see what the uh, bucks stipend is to opt in and a free game? Some of these guys are getting eight hundred thousand dollars to come play football, and you're going to give them a sixty dollar game and go. Here's part of your NIL. Well, but it's cool to play yourself on the game. Like you know, you would create Pat Dooley to be like. God's gift to the quarterback position. But I would not agree to $600. You'd probably play tight end, though. That's, some, your, that's l- your spot. Let me tell you, do you think that, that EA Sports is only going to make $600 per player off all this? No, but you can't I mean, you can't give everybody $10,000. There's a million kids in the game. And you know that the 84th scholarship guy in Florida would be thrilled to have I would six hundred bucks and be a part of the game. I don't know why they just aren't doing it with like sixty players. Yeah, That's but, all they'd ever play in a game. Yeah, but what's what's the beef though? Like, I, I'm not why, ha- like then why, I'm not having to pay twenty four five other players. Okay, but if you're Caleb Williams, if you're Caleb and, Williams, though, I mean, what's what's the big deal? Like, give me six hundred bucks and I I get every kid in the country getting to be me on a video game. Or he can say I don't want to do that. It's not worth it my time and But how uh, is it not worth your time? You're not doing anything. Six hundred dollars, you don't want that six hundred. But you're not doing anything. They're literally just putting you in a f- football game. But they're using your name, image, and likeness. Who cares? Which is what they did with Tebow and what they did with all these other guys that didn't get paid for it. Yeah. So at least they're getting six hundred dollars. My point though is this is another example of where somebody's gonna make a lot of money off these kids and they're finally gonna pay them, but it's still not anywhere near what they deserve. Agreed. So what the my thing would be don't but, bother with the guys but, who don't play. But you still have to have them on the roster. No, you don't. Why well, can't okay. you have a six right, man so, roster? Okay, so then you cut it, you're gonna give each kid twelve hundred bucks? Uh Maybe seven fifty. Double it. Seven fifty. Ooh, one hundred and fifty extra dollars. What is that going to do? It's going to make them uh, want to make more catches. That's my bar tab at the swamp. One hundred and fifty bucks. Stroll in there and get a bunch of drinks. I'm you, ready to go. Can you imagine if you if you? Then I'm donating to Florida Victoria. And I don't think this is not going to happen. But where it got to a point where how many catches you get would be. We'll give you ten dollars a catch, you know, or whatever. We're going to give you a catch. Yeah, but you can't have that because then the receivers. You going don't think back, it's going on someplace? Yeah, but the receivers then going back to the quarterback, pissed off at him I because know. he's not getting on the ball. But you don't think that's happening no. anywhere in all the one hundred thirty-one Division One schools? Nobody is getting paid based on how they perform. Is that how many schools there are? One hundred thirty-one. Yep. All right. So here we go. One thirty-one times eighty-five. Yes. It's 11,135 kids. Okay, times 600. So EA Sports is paying 6.7 million. All right, so make it 60 times 131. 
7860 plus times a thousand. Eight million. That's nothing. That's that's tip money. Yeah, two million so difference. Give these guys a little bit more that are you're gonna you you know that. Yeah, but then it's not it's it's again it's cool to the guy that's riding the bench to have his name in a video game. I'm not about making things cool. I'm about making money. Okay. I'm about the I'm about the Benjamins. All right, all about it. Let's uh, get a break. We'll come back and uh, finish up. Hour number one, you're listening to The Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear skies early on for our Thursday evening, but increasing clouds overnight as winds come from the south ahead of our next storm system. We do have the potential for a few passing showers for our Friday morning commute, with a better chance for showers and thunderstorms later on in the morning Friday into the start of the afternoon. Occasional wind gusts to about 30 miles an hour, otherwise cloudy with highs in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Emily Parizzo. Women's basketball is bringing it home tonight. The Gators will be playing the Missouri Tigers following a loss on the road to Kentucky. Tune in here at 5.40 PM for live coverage. Diving right in, men and women swimming and diving are currently competing in the SEC Championship. This meet will extend today through Saturday. Bringing it on over to the Diamond, both softball and baseball will be playing at home tomorrow. Softball will be playing in the T-Mobile Tournament facing Colgate at 3 p.m. and Lafayette College at 5.30 p.m. Baseball will be playing Columbia at 6.30 p.m. Another big hit on Friday, Gator Gymnastics will be in the Odom competing against the number 2 LSU Tigers at 6.45 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emily Parizzo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that 
assets there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Letatronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at electronicsworld.net. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Cool. There is uh, spring training on the TV. And there's not even like random number 87 in the game yet. He's coming. <laughs> He'll be in there eventually. That is kind of weird to see those on a baseball uniform. Well, I Number know, 68. I, I kind of got used to it with Sofia Reynoso. We're in 74. Oh, yeah. Because her dad loved uh, Jack Youngblood. Yeah. Uh, after that, I never thought about the numbers anymore. Really? I couldn't, like, for, uh, you know me and baseball numbers. I'm not. Yeah, you're not good at it. No, I can't tell you what number Greg Maddox is. Shut up. 21? Close. 20? 31. Okay, what about Dale Murphy? Three. Three, I would have gotten that one. Okay. That's it. Bob so, Horner? No idea. 11. Okay. I'm trying to give you some old Braves. Bruce Benedict. Uh, eggs. Uh, I purposely law- forgot his number. Mr. Official now. College basketball official. He's he he was a wor- he's a worse official than he was a catcher. Really? And he was a bad catcher. Yeah. I mean, he did he hit like 190 for his career. It, it was it was kind of surreal for me like to do a game and then I see Bruce Benedict on the floor yeah. refing it. And then it did it pissed me off because he made a couple of bad calls like against Florida and I'm like, damn you, Bruce Benedict. I used to like you. I ran into him at an airport and I can't remember if it was LSU or wherever. It was somewhere on the road and he was um waiting for his luggage like I was and I went, Hey, Bruce, I, I said, you know, I was a huge Brace fan, you know, during that time and man just, just wanted to introduce myself. Looked at me, looked away. Shut didn't up. Didn't say another word. Really? Total jerk. I would have kicked him. He in was the a balls. bigger jerk than Andy North, which is hard to be. Really? Andy North's the biggest jerk in the world. In fact, if you notice, he doesn't show that on TV. I, he's very good on TV, yeah. but he does not want anything to do with Florida or really? anything about it. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a big Wisconsin guy. In fact, I remember at the Final Four that year that Florida went with with Patrick Young and and that that, that team. And Wisconsin obviously was there and won it. Yeah, but he was riding in that cart with Bo Ryan that with a Wisconsin sweatshirt on. I'm like, 
Florida's here. This is the school that paid for your scholarship yeah. to go to college. But that's the way he is. But he's that guy. Weird. Okay. Not a big fan. All right. So we don't want to uh, associate ourselves with Andy North. And usually we don't want to associate with this guy, but we put up with him. What's up, Cattleman? Hey, guys. A little content, short and sweet here. Funny y'all started with golf because I was going to start with golf. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Uh, I think I've listened to your show over the year, guys. I'd forgotten the Andy North connection. Real quick, what is it again? Did he play golf at Florida? He did. Yeah, he was an All-American. Yeah, but what, did, bad blood? What's the, what's the backstory? No, he just he came out here because the weather was good, and as soon as it was – he was done. He went back to Wisconsin. And that's where he, that's where his roots are. Well, so, something had to happen to him. I mean, you, you yeah. Usually, once you, know you go to a school, you kind of change and you're you're locked in. I yeah. think maybe a girl broke his heart. Uh, okay, I want to move here quick, guys. Um, I got a golf thing. Kind of funny how we stumbled into this, guys. Um, I, I try to be a thinking fan. And um, we're it's 2024, right? Yep. We've all got computers and smartphones and everything. Um, Jordan Spieth got. I guess kicked out of his golf tournament for uh, uh, signing the scorecard wrong or yep. whatever it is. Uh, Jeff, you ran a course, and Pat, you're an expert on this. Um, can, can we not figure this out? I know golf is a game about sportsmanship and grounding your club and all these crazy rules, but can, can these golfers not nominate like a guy to walk around with them? And um, so we don't. I mean, why in the world is this happening? I mean, can, they can, do have somebody, somebody that walks around score? with them. Well, I, I'm not talking about an official. I'm talking about somebody like a co-signer on the card. Can we not get over this deal about dude signing a scorecard wrong? It, it's 2024. It, it is stupid to see these big old bulky things in the back of their pockets, and they've got to you know pull out pencils. I, I do agree with you on that, but it's just oh, you know it's, it's the gentleman's game of they've got to pull you know, out a back. pencil. But it, it's, it's no, stupid. We have all this technology. I agree yeah, when with you. we watch a, a regular sporting event, a basketball game, a football game, the, the, the players aren't keeping score. There's a scorekeeper. Can we not get a scorekeeper in golf? You know what they also don't do in, in uh, football or basketball or any of those other sports? They don't count penalties on themselves. Okay. Well, can I get an answer to my question? The answer is can no. We not, can, no. Can we, can we not solve this problem? No, is my it's question. not a problem. It's, it's solvable, but it's something they don't want to do. It's not a problem. Yeah, well, of course it's a problem because Jordan Spieth just got kicked out of a golf tournament. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have signed the wrong one. Well, it's a problem, though. What if he rolled the ball over in the fairway and they and they and they they penalize him for that? In fact, there was a big controversy about uh, about uh, the guy who won this okay. week. Who guys? I want to move along. No, wait, no. We'll we'll tell you when you can move along. Okay. No, no, short and sweet. Does We're LeBron talking James about something. Does LeBron James sign a scorecard when he leaves a Lakers game? Uh, he probably has to look one over. Yes. I think I think I'll leave it at that. Does I LeBron ever say, "Oh, I fouled that guy"? You need to call I, foul on me. Okay, I, I'm I'm big on sportsmanship and all this, but can we solve this problem? It's 2024. It's not a problem. Uh, hey guys, two things. We've got a media question for you, Pat. But um, man, how great is this SEC basketball season, guys? Um, if I'm an AD needing a coach, uh, I'm looking real hard at Nate Oates, Dusty May, and don't sleep on that Indiana State coach. They're three points in dunks. Also, great team to watch if y'all haven't seen them. Why yet. would Nate Oates leave Alabama though? Oh, Kentucky's one call away. If Cal goes Kentucky, that's the first call Kentucky's going to make. Pat, I hate to break it to you. Uh, but um, okay, okay. Any and Dusty May's probably the second. But have you have you seen the Indiana State play yet, Pat? I, I've seen them several times. Yes. 
Yeah, they're awesome. They're 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 all three pointers, and um, we've talked about that Larry Bird before. guy. They've got is really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, you know, I think we both uh, like that Steve Forbes angle. I'm, I'm really rooting for Steve Forbes and Wake to get off the bubble and and get in. No, I, I am rooting um, for that. I like him a lot. I yeah, I got yeah, to know him when we when Florida played them uh, down there in in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know him too. We we agree a lot, Pat. As much you hate to admit it. Hey, uh, last I, question for I you, Pat. Uh, media question for you. Um, you're woke. Should Jay Williams be fired for ripping uh, Caitlin Clark? No. Why not? Because he that you're getting paid for your opinion. Yeah, but, but we all know if Jay Billis or the uh, Sean, whatever his name is from uh, Wake uh, Virginia Tech. Whatever that dude's name is, the bald-headed dude from Virginia Tech, Seth Greenberg. Seth Greenberg. Yeah, if Seth, if Seth Bring, Greenberg or Jay Billis did what uh, Jay Williams did, woke ESPN and you would be trying to cancel him. So why why should Jay Williams be fired for ripping Caitlin Clark? I don't I don't know. I don't think that would happen either way, no matter what the race was of the people. Well, why, why does Jay Williams have a hard on for Caitlin Clark? I don't know. Well, I think you ought to be fired. Do you agree with me? No. Your cancel culture. Let's do it. No. See you. All right. I am uh, bailing. I, yeah, and then you're bailing on that note. <laughs> well, I have to. I have to go work. Um, doing the women's basketball game tonight. Easy. But the uh, marvelous, strong, good-looking Kyle Cullen is here to uh, fill in the rest of the way with Pat. Again, we're only until 540 today. <laughs> I just walked in. Thank you. Nice. Another great introduction. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. You look so – yeah, tune in on Facebook Live. He looks good today. I do. Yeah. So those are like the, you know. Speaking of that, we were just yeah. talking about golf and rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched some of the early tournaments, but a lot of guys are going to the t-shirt hoodies. The t-shirt hoodies. I'm looking for them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like a, a a golf look now. Yeah, so totally. gone are the days of the quarter zip and right. All that. So I, I like it. It's, I can't keep up. It's with cool all this and stuff, hip yeah. now. Yes, I've, I've been wearing them for a while actually. They okay. all saw me. So you're a trendsetter. That was Max Homa that watched me play. Ah. and uh, yeah, he said that's a good look. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> Did he really? I yes. get it. All right. You got three minutes. I'm leaving. Bye. Love you okay. guys. All right. We'll handle guys. it. And then we'll handle the next 50, 45 minutes, whatever it is. Oh, there I am. But okay. we are, uh, we'll uh, get out of here in a little bit. But Kyle's here and we'll have a good time with him because he's a lot more fun than Jeff. He likes to bring things up, he likes to dabble his foot in the river of Jordan. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about it. Whatever. But we got there's a lot of things I do want to talk about in the second era. One is the expansion of the college football playoff committee, which they're talking about maybe going to a 14 uh, playoff. Uh, I do want to talk about Eli Gold not retiring, but getting fired by Alabama because he's too old. <laughs> I believe that's called Age discrimination. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Alabama may have a lawsuit there. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the suspension that Muhammad Wagu is facing from Alabama and what can be done to solve a problem like officials missing a call that badly and not reviewing it. And I don't even, I, I assume it was eligible for review when you pound a guy in the back of the head. Yeah, that was a horrible play. Yeah. Yeah, they totally missed that one. And the guys were, I mean, a lot of the callers were talking about it earlier today. And, you know, I thought the same thing while I was watching it. I mean, that could have changed the, the whole game. Could have. Yep. 
could have, and that's the, you know. But on the road, sometimes you don't get the good calls. Right. But hey, look, um, I, I was proud of the way the guys played. But one day they're going to have to just play some defense, just a little bit. Right. Yeah. Alabama came much. out well in the game. They they came out not shooting well, and that helped at the beginning. And then they found a rhythm at the end there. And, you know, well, they only made I think they were two for eighteen in the first half start, of threes, yeah. right. and then they. Um, they made six, I think, in the second half and the overtime. So they, they definitely got – you knew eventually they were going to make some threes. Right. I mean, they're not – And you still had a chance to win the game. Right. Yeah, and they played, I mean, they played a great game. There's a reason that Alabama's ranked that high. And they're a good, a good team. Got to get out on those corner threes, man. Yeah, that was tough. Too many of those. Yep. All right, well, Kyle will be here till we get out of here. And we will, as we said, we'll get out of here about 45 after. Um Make room for women's basketball. And then, yeah, everybody could listen to Jeff do his other job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of his eight jobs. All right, we'll be back with more here on the Tailgate ESPN WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics medical director, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it come some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right we are back here on the tailgate pat dooley joined by the great kyle cohen from leonardo's joining me in here for the last couple of segments here as we wrap up a week of shows yeah another yeah. Another fun day. You carry me for 45 minutes here. Okay. I'll carry you. We'll start out with, uh, I can talk about a bunch of different things. One thing I did want to talk about was Alabama firing their their play-by-play guy, who's a legend over there, Eli Gold. And um, I wonder how the fans are going to. Now, I, my gut is that. A new coach comes in, maybe he doesn't want the old guy. He yeah. wants everything to be. I I don't know that that's true, but they they brought him in. I, although the story I'm reading is hard to. I think they fired him via Zoom. Oh God! <laughs> and like, and they told him, said, "Yeah, you just not you're not cutting it anymore." And he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe I had a little bit of a drop off when I had cancer." And they go, now you're gone. And then they, and here's what they, they wanted him to do. And this is why I never trust it when somebody says, I retired. Oh, right. Okay. And like a lot of people still don't believe me when I tell, tell them I retired because I'm still writing all this stuff. And they're like, did you really retire? No, you didn't retire. You got fired, didn't you? You got laid off. I go, no, I didn't. Yeah. I'm telling you. I didn't. No, and, and that's, I mean, in your case, that happened in newspapers all over the country. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that shouldn't be a question. But as far as Eli Gold goes, like one of the really neat things about college football are these voices that have been around forever. I think of Gene up at, at Florida State and how long Mick was here. He's gone. And, He's gone. You know, and, and you know, and Sean's doing a great job here, and we're all yep. you know, we're happy to have him. And hopefully, he builds that same kind of legacy, you know, that Mick Hubert did for everybody you know, my age that grew up listening to him and and you know watched his career go on. Um, my wife feels the same way about Gene Deckerhoff. Uh, so, you know, for something like this to happen to him, just really unceremoniously, I mean, to be honest, kind of sucks. 
Well, and they and the the thing is, it really looks bad because they came to him and they wanted him to retire. So we we got a plan for you to retire. We'll get you tick. We'll give you tickets to every game. We'll give you parking passes to every game. I don't want to retire. I want to stay. I want to keep working. I'm not going to retire. Right. All right, then you're fired, and you're not getting the tickets, <laughs> and you're not getting the parking Jeez, passes. That's horrible. That's but that's. I mean, whenever I remember a coach here at Florida, and I'm not going to mention his name. And I went to interview him the day he got let go. And he said, hey, I don't want my daughter to read that I got fired in the paper. So right. can you guys just say that we agreed to part ways, mutual part ways. parting ways? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'll have to talk to my bosses about it. But they, they agreed to do it. And I said, J-, I'm going to say his name again. He's a good dude. You know, it's, it's, you know, right. it's not that big a deal. Right. And so it meant a lot to him to not have that. But I, I, I mean, you wouldn't want to read that across the your kids to read that across the front. No, of I, I've been fired from jobs before. It's but it didn't it, say Kyle Cohen no, fired. I, I, right, I wasn't newspaper worthy from at the Jiffy time. Lube. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. From was, from Adam and Eve. Office Depot, actually. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> For sampling equipment. Right. <laughs> Just, I just stopped working. Yeah. I actually quit a year yeah. before they fired me. <laughs> they just didn't you know. You were like Costanza. You just kept going back to a job and you already quit. Right. right. Um, but, yeah, so that that is just so such a weird timing of that, too. Again, I don't, I don't, I, I don't listen to Eli Gold. I, all I ever hear are the um, – sometimes they'll go, let's, let's listen to what his call was on this play. Right. You know? And you'll listen. He's really good. You, right. But – they're trying to be more modern. I think that is part of the problem with this whole country is is everybody's trying to get younger. No. Us old people are yeah. okay. No, that's fine. We're all right. right. We'll battle through things. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get one call in before we get to our first break. Let's start with Porter. What's going on, Porter? Hey, guys. How are we doing, Kyle? I'm Pat. Um, I don't think you know, you can blame uh, blame us for the the youth factor. I mean, people have been trying to look for the fountain of youth for a long, long time. So, um, uh, yeah, but I just think there there's just too much these days. And we've talked about this before. Age discrimination's been a problem for a long time here. Uh, in fact, I remember Jack Hurston sued the Gainesville Sun for age discrimination. Nope, um, he did not. I think they settled out of court though. I like Jack Harrison, man. I, he, he was great. But um, anyway, um, uh, what, they were really upset about the officiating. Certainly, you know, I I wasn't that upset. I mean, I wanted to win as much as anybody, especially, you know, when you hold hold it through throughout the game, the lead throughout the game, you you uh, you're you know, disappointed at the end. But you know, there's so many calls that could have gone either way. That kind of thing. So I'm going to blame one thing. Uh, the, one of the callers alluded to it in general. But it was Will Richard did not box Estrada out, and it was just he totally let him go on that yeah, last shot. Yeah. Now we would have we would have still been down one with the ball, but you know I like I I sure like our chances better there. He just he just just he just looked away from the guy and just stood there instead of all you do turn and keep your back on him. And uh, it was it was so aggravating because we are such a good rebounding team in general. But you know I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna, certainly not going to. There and you know, blame this. I'm, I want to. I'm going to reserve my right to to, to bitch about officiating because I'm sure it's going to come up at some point a lot, a lot more warranted. Um, one thing I wanted to uh, following up on that over the weekend, I heard uh, the, somebody they were doing a game and, and 
the, the fans started throwing on the court. And then one of the, one of the uh, commentators brought up the story of a uh, Millie Todd's Oklahoma coach and um, told the story about uh, he, famous went, he went to the, 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 um, the press table and grabbed the microphone and said, you know, no matter how horrible the officiating is, don't throw anything on the floor. Of course, he got a, a bunch of applause. It reminded me one thing. I want to ask you, Pat, if you remember it. I think it would have, it would have been the first or second year of the O'Connell Center, and it was a home game against Auburn, I think, but I could be wrong on the team. But same situation. There was some bad officiating and uh, stuff thrown on the court, and the, the, the you know announcer said, you know, warned warned the crowd. And at, at the second time, Sloan goes over there and he grabs the microphone and he you know makes a comment and you know uh, now cut that out. You know uh, we don't do that. And he starts to walk away, and somebody had thrown something else, and he, he picked up the microphone again, and he said, "I'm serious. Uh, we don't do that." Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I think it was. That? Yeah, I was. I remember being Two there for that. Don't make a right. In other words, the officiant. That was such a great comment. And I looked on YouTube. I can't find a clip of it, but that was great. And I just wanted to pass that along for. Well, I think I on. think one thing he said when he was saying that was, "I'll handle this crap." Yeah, uh, you guys okay. cut it out. I'll handle this crap. You might have used another like, word. <laughs> yeah. The second, the second when he came, when he went back, I'm serious. I cut that out. Two wrongs don't make a right. And he said that you, you kind of like it took a second to process. But man, great. All right, enjoy the show, man. Gators, be safe. All right, right thanks. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Yeah, no, I I was there for that one. Norm, golly, Norm would get mad. He would stomp his foot and he would turn so red. Yes, I remember. Yeah. That's when I was a student. When yeah, I was there. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember uh, going to, and this is back in the old, I, when I say olden days, I mean olden days. This is back when they would have us over to homes of coaches for parties. Right. Yeah, that happens a lot now. Yeah, right. Now. Yeah. Full but, access. And I don't even remember whose home we were at that day, but Norm was walking out and he had a plate full of food and a and a drink in the other hand, and he, but he was leaving because he he made his appearance. He'd gotten what <laughs> to he get needed, to go play. and he was going. I said, "You're leaving already." He goes, "I got what I need," and that was it. And he walked out. Nice. So, um, uh, I I don't know. I got along with Norm okay. He got, he did yell at me one time pretty good. You probably deserved it. I don't really think I did probably that did. time. Yeah, that time. <laughs> that time was the time where Florida had two players who did not dress and they weren't there right and so paul jenkins was our reporter and i'm the editor and i i'm the big shot though now right, i'm the new editor there's a new sheriff in town right. pat dooley and uh we'll we'll be showing you what you're going to be doing and um so he asked norm about those two players he goes joe i can't remember who they were joe smith and right whoever and he goes, wait, that's a, well, you guys are always looking under rocks for stuff. These guys went home for Christmas. That's all it is. Nice. And he goes, well, you wouldn't ask that question. Why would you even ask that question? He goes, well, what if it was one of your starters? Would I be okay to ask that question? He goes, I wouldn't have, they wouldn't have quit. They wouldn't have gone home. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that that was the the whole thing. And then when when they, when they came out, when Norm comes out, I'm staying there, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to straighten him out because right. I'm the new sheriff right, in town. Right. Hey Norm, uh, yeah, that I, I wanted to talk to you about the way you addressed it, my, our reporter during it. He goes, "I start yelling at me. You guys are the reason we can't win the SEC." No, nope. the media. That yeah, was your fault. Meanwhile, his wife 
and daughter, and I think son-in-law, are standing behind him, and they're like going, go get him, Norm. Get him. Get him. <laughs> they're prodding him on. He's right. just going further. And we had a great meeting a couple days later, and we kind of uh, straightened everything out. Not so right he good. was a reasonable guy. Yes. He could be reasonable. A fiery temperament. Yes. <laughs> fiery. <laughs> fiery would be the word I would use for him. Yeah. Um, and fire to be the use I'd work for Eli Gold. So yeah, we, we, we're, we're blending them all in here. I'd say one of the things that Porter was talking about with rebounding, Todd talked about it in his press conference right after the game. He didn't say any player specifically, but he said, you know, we've always focused on rebounding and, and it's worked out great for them all season. Uh, just in this particular game. And then he went off to read all the stats and it, that's, that was the big issue in the game last night. Was a rebound. Yeah, and the thing is, I thought Handlocked had made a couple of great tip rebounds to himself right. that yeah. you know I didn't think they were going to get and and helped them keep possessions going. But they were, what did I say? There were 165 shots. Yeah, a lot of game. shots. Guys were just hoisting as yep. soon as they came down the court. <laughs> and uh, but it was a fun game to watch. And yeah. I mean, like I said, to everybody, I, I, Florida's playing with house money here. Oh yeah, know. totally. They've gotten to the. They put themselves in position where if they don't screw it up, they're going to get in the tournament. Now, screwing it up would be losing twice to Vanderbilt. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They've they've got a bunch of winnable games left on the schedule. If they just, I mean, you and Jeff talked about earlier. If they do what they're supposed to do, everything was going to work out. Uh, you're playing for seed, and the you, right. it, the better you play down the stretch. Now you just showed you can play with Alabama, right? Right. Now you got them at home. Right. Of course, they'll have Wagu back for that game. Right, that's true. After his three-game suspension. Yeah. Um, he overcooked the steak. He did. That's right. <laughs> you know, I need some uh, A1 for this Wagu. Oh, God, yes. That's a 10-game suspension. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. You're out of the league. But it is kind of ironic, if it is a three-game suspension, that it's – you're suspended for something you did in the Florida game that they didn't call on you, and we're going to bring you back for the Florida Just game. Just right, right, right in time, yeah. It, it, to me, it's almost like th this is where the commissioners just step in and go, hey, guys, we're going to spend it for three games, but we're going to pick the three games. Yeah. We're going to take the Florida game out of the mix. Right. He shouldn't be playing against Florida again. So the game before that, we're going to let him come back for it the next game. That's what or, I would Or do. just start at a game later. Yeah, or yeah, you can play this week, but you, we're going to start. You're going to start a three game suspension the following week because right. we don't want you playing against Florida. Right. Like the caller said earlier, could get nasty, you know. And sure. I don't. I don't think it will, but it does seem w weird that they. Yes. Would do that. Well, it's all personal. Everything is personal. Everybody's <laughs> out to beat the Gators. Yes. Everybody's. Craig Sankey. Yes, they've all got it in Hates the Gator. That's right. why the office is in Birmingham. <laughs> heard that one a few times. Right. Well, here's what I do have, have heard as well. We need to get a break. Uh, so we'll do that. Again, we're out of here a little bit early for women's basketball. But if you want to call in right now, we're one thing we're going to talk about after the break. If they went to a 14-team playoff, would you be happy, sad, or indifferent? Yes, no way, or maybe. That's a good tease. All that coming up here. Real professional. On the tailgate. <laughs> Pat Dooley and Kyle Cohen here to wrap up this hour on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Sutton. Gators women's basketball is back at home tonight versus Missouri. Both teams are on losing streaks right now, with Florida at two games and Missouri at seven, 
so they'll both be looking to turn things around. Coverage begins right here at 5.40. Number 4 Florida Baseball takes on Columbia tomorrow in Condren Ballpark. The Gators recently swept North Florida in a two-game series, while the Lions will be opening their season with this series. Also on the diamond, number 16 Gators softball will host Colgate, Lafayette, and UIC in the T-Bombal tournament this weekend, starting with a doubleheader against Colgate and Lafayette on Friday. Huge gymnastics meet tomorrow, as number 2 LSU heads to the O'Connell Center to take on number 5 Florida. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Ian Sutphin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older but Leo stays the same age. There's been lots of unbelievable sports moments around these parts that if you didn't see it for yourself, you wouldn't have thought it was possible. Dougie, Tequesi, Chios' buzzer beater, Langford's bomb, or just a tip of the iceberg. But I've got another one for you that you're especially going to want to see for yourself. It's so spectacular, they're calling it the Seeing is Believing event, and it happens right here at Oaks Jewelry to kick off the new year. From now through the end of February, all their diamond jewelry and engagement rings will be priced below wholesale, saving you as much as 50% off industry prices. All engagement rings come with a unique graded report and you can choose from halo settings, sidestones, or a unique one-of-a-kind design the Oaks Jewelry staff will help create with you. They've been experts in Gainesville since 1990, so stop by to see their authentic natural diamonds and the exceptional values that come with it. And this Valentine's Day, you'll get a beautiful box of chocolates to sweeten the surprise. Also, a free bottle of champagne to pop after you pop the question. She's ready to say yes, and Oaks Jewelry has never been more ready to help make sure she does. So if you have something to say, remember to say it with diamonds. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Little driver right there for you. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and the great Kyle Cohen. Let's go and see what Eric has for us today. Hey, guys. Hey, Eric. Uh, I, I missed the incident at the game last night somehow, but I thought I'd mention, if, see if anybody here remembers what happened when we played Georgia at Georgia and one of the Georgia players sucker punch Malcolm Caesar in the face and knocked out three of his teeth back in the 70s. Yeah, I was just at dinner with Rick Clarson uh, Friday night, and we were talking about that play. So, um, Yeah, I uh, I was living in Gainesville at the time, and uh, uh, later I took Malcolm uh, bass fishing with me. He was a big bass fisherman. He loved to bass fish. And, and we talked about it when we were out on the lake. But as I remember, they didn't do anything to that Georgia player. They didn't call a foul, and then there was nothing done to him by the coaching staff uh, after the incident. I don't even remember who their coach was at that time. Ours was John Lotz, who was an idiot. <laughs> John Lotz did not uh, did not do well here. He was he was supposed no, he to be not. the next Dean Smith. Remember that he yeah, came from well, North Carolina. Yeah, he, Twenty years as an assistant ought to tell you something. He told me that he didn't need to be a head coach. Right, yeah, <laughs> didn't need to be one down here. That's for sure. But you know, when you go back to the seventies, I mean, they probably weren't suspending guys for hitting guys back then. I mean, it was a different world. I mean, you know, um, but luckily you do get suspended when you do st- stuff like that. But the incident you're talking about happened, and it, and it kind of happened. Where they had to come back and show it again for anybody to really see it, so you can kind of maybe understand why the referees missed it. But you got three of them out there. He did what? You got three referees. One of them should have been able to see. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't. I saw the, the only thing I saw was when they had that collision. Is that 
Is that when it occurred? That was down the floor. Condon was going for the ball, and a guy jumped on him and then threw an elbow at his head and was trying to hurt okay. him. And I, I think he, I think in his mind he was trying to punch the ball out, but it looked really bad. And um, again, I wouldn't allow him to play against Florida next year, next in three games. I think it's crazy. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I just thought I'd bring up Malcolm's. Well, he's, still, he's still missing those teeth, as far as I know. Let me ask you this, Eric. Uh, back in those days, it probably would only have been two referees on the on the court, right? I think they yeah. only... Yeah. I, hello? I don't think they put three referees in until sometime late in the 90s. Yeah, I don't think so. So I think it was only two, and that's maybe why they missed it. Appreciate the calls. Great to go back and uh, and think about my friend Malcolm Caesar. He was out of New York, okay. wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. was a hell of a nice guy. He really was. Yeah, he was really he was a good player too. Yep. All right, Eric. Thanks for the call. All right, thank All right. you, Eric. Thanks. Yep. Appreciate it. Let's get Byron's call in here. What's up, Byron? Hey, how you doing today, Pat? Good. Hey, everything's going all right. Kyle, I wanted to particularly talk to you for just one second. Sure. I live in the Ocala area, sir, so I unfortunately Uh-oh. do not get to come up to uh, Gainesville very often and enjoy your fine food. But I do hear your commercials. Uh, it sounds very good. If I ever get up your way, I will definitely stop by and sample something. you got to order a duels. Is that what they wouldn't know? Hold it. Back up. What's the Zools? What's that? Uh, chicken parm sandwich. Uh, it's Pat's oh. favorite uh, thing on the menu. Uh, so when we updated the menu this January, um, I added uh, I added Pat's name onto the menu. Perhaps that does sound good. Perhaps the greatest yeah. honor of it uh, is. his life. In my yeah. Well, there's. That, yeah, I think he, it's the only honor of my life. Oh, stop. Yeah, <laughs> he needs some more honors. That's for sure. Yes, I agree. The chicken parmesan, you said. Oh, yeah. uh, Kyle, chicken parm sandwich. I love it's called chicken the parmesan yep. sandwich. Ours is really, really good. It is. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, Pat, help me out a little bit through my fog of confusion. Uh, did you say that uh, now the playoffs that you, you were talking about are going to talk about more? They're going to expand it even more to 14 games? Well, they're talking about it. teams or what? And th- they're talking about it. And this isn't surprising because when they finally got all the people together to talk about this, how they were going to make the 12-game playoff work or 12-team playoff work, all of a sudden some people went, hey, wait a minute, we're going to get left out of this, right? So now mm-hmm. they're trying to get it up to 14 because they, they knocked it down to five conference champions instead of six because i I don't know Mm -hmm. how you could let the look if if the if the uh pac-12 champion goes undefeated goes 12 and 0 right 13 and 0 i no problem letting them in but if they go 10 and 2 and they're the champions they shouldn't be in the they maybe they get in as like the 12 seed but they're not getting in as a top four seed or top five seed or top yeah. six seed. Right, just assuming that the top teams in the SEC you're talking about are as a team like a 10-2 and two Washington more viable than right. Georgia, Alabama, uh, But now when Oklahoma you're playing, now. when you get to the Pac-12, what they've got now, and you've only got Washington State and Oregon State left, right? Are those the two teams that I mean, are left? No, yeah, right, that's true. And then you've got Boise and San Jose State and all these teams. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's that's why they're getting left out, and that's why 
I think you're seeing a movement to go to 14, and I think mm-hmm. I think in five years we're going to have a 2014 playoff. Yeah. Well, you're, it sounds like you're going to have all the, the major five, top five conferences, power five conferences, like the SEC or the Big Ten or whatever. Well, they'll have to be They're ranked. They'll be doing whatever they can to petition uh, the committee to try to uh, to get their teams in, like the, you know, in Georgia or Alabama or LSU or something. Well, I mean, it's going to be all done by the committee, and they're the 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 whole idea is that they wanted to keep it at five rather than go to six, so that if you just just by winning your conference, but you still have to be the top. It's the five highest ranked conference champs. So even if, even gotcha. if you were, um, you know, you could be you could be six and be the Pac twelve, be the, the conference champion, and not and get in, but you're not you're going to have to go. You may be actually hosting if they if they keep them on the campuses in oh, the first round. Right. That's interesting. Now the top five teams, and then the lower it's the twelve team situation. Then the lower seven teams would be come out of those conferences. Then, right? right. Yeah, they come out of anything. They could come out of. Uh, <laughs> they could be Liberty and. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see that either. No. Okay. Well, thanks, Matt. Good to talk to you, Kyle. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. I think I thought he was going to lobby you to open one. I up know I thought so too. Down <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? Stop. You know the answer to that. No. <laughs> you can be like uh, maybe you could open one up in Lake City, right next to Joe's. No, I, it's, <laughs> I, it's one of the things I say all the time. If they call me a thirty instead of fifty, um, my plans might be a little bit different. Um, but no, we're not looking to expand. Today is actually the first. Full day off I've had away from the restaurant in two months. So, no, I'm not trying to double my workload. Well, I'm just trying to get some pizza down to Ocala, man. <laughs> trying to say. help them out. Yes. All right. One thing I need to do is get a break. That's one thing I know for sure. Uh, Thomas is getting mad at me. I can tell. He's getting steaming. Got the, I think that's just his face. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more here. Uh, one more segment to go. Pat Dooley and Kyle Cohen here on the tailgate. So, if you want to give us a call, this is your last chance for the week. Here on WRUF. In the soul of Gator Nation, and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's hard to believe things around here are as old as Pat, but his knowledge and greatness for his craft certainly have created smiles for centuries. There's a business in town that's been doing the same thing for their customers, and for 56 years, Charles Berg and his family have been keeping the people of North Central Florida as cool as the other side of the pillow. As we start to creep into warmer weather, it's time to ensure your AC unit is ready for the right conditions. From expert maintenance and repairs to energy-efficient installs, the system specialist will keep you comfy all year long. Check out charlesbergenterprises.com to hear from tons of satisfied customers and be the next one in line to say that you are a part of the Charlesburg family. License number CAC057671. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. 
So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. We all want to have fun, and with the sun, there are so many ways to do it here in North Central Florida. The problem is that stuff is so expensive nowadays, and just to get enough stuff to get it going is going to cost you an arm and a leg, unless you head to Play It Again Sports. Golf clubs, baseball bats, exercise equipment, disc golf, pickleball paddles, water sports stuff, bikes, and lacrosse gear are just a fraction of the things in the store, and you can get them at a fraction of the price. There's no need to buy new, and they've got a heck of a crew ready to help you with whatever you need. So don't let outrageous costs stop you from enjoying the outside. Head on over to Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear skies early on for our Thursday evening, but increasing clouds overnight as winds come from the south ahead of our next storm system. We do have the potential for a few passing showers for our Friday morning commute, with a better chance for showers and thunderstorms later on in the morning Friday into the start of the afternoon. Occasional wind gusts to about 30 miles an hour, otherwise cloudy with highs in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Softball season is here for the Gators. Launch in the air to right field. This one is gone. Avery Gills leaves the yard. 20 straight NCAA tournament appearances. Time for another deep run. Around third is Gills Foley into third, and she is safe. A two-run triple for Kendra Foley. Follow the Gators all season long on the road to OKC. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Another dimension, another dimension. Another dimension. Great song. I didn't even know that was a song. The Beastie Boys. Another dimension? Well, that's Intergalactic is the name of the song. And we're going to visit my daughter in New York in a few weeks, and uh, I'm going to go to the site where they took the picture for Paul's Boutique. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a big deal for me, Pat. Don't okay. give me that. Don't that's give me that fine. face. No, I <laughs> look. That's that's where you come from. That's where you come from. <laughs> right. My daughter just saw um, you two in a sphere out of oh, Vegas. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Said it was really cool, and then when yeah. they played, I just um, feel like I would get the worst vertigo. Oh, vertigo! What are the U two songs? I, I would get the worst. Oh God, it looks terrifying. I wish they would go back to the the way they used to bring in those. 06 and 07 teams of that U2 song. Yes. Yes. But we got to modernize it. We got to have all these graphics on the floor. Right. Well, even though I can't see it from my seat. If it was Streets Have No Name. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, in fact, my daughter said because she was a rept, rowdy reptile during that time okay. at Florida. Yep. She said when when they were playing it, there was like an orange and blue hue around the stadium. And I, I think not intentional, but it just was. Oh right, yep. And she said she started welling up thinking about those how great it was, and they played it. Was, it was Camelot for a few years there. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's when I had my first restaurant. It was it got it was crazy back then. Was it? Check. Yeah. I guess we're off. Hello. Yes, we're off. All right. Oh, All right. There, there we, we go. go. Okay. okay. We were off there for a second. We're good now. They're setting up uh, women's basketball yeah. broadcast. We're good now for the next one minute. <laughs> <laughs> but ne- what were we talking about? I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. Code the place you used to have, yeah, yeah. too, was the Wings Zone. Uh, the wing zone. Yes. We used to love to get those winks and wings on. Yes, that was fun. I need a new wing person for this year's tournament. I mean, I, I need to work on that. Okay. I got an idea. Okay. As long as you have an idea, I know it's going to get done. Yes, we'll do that. May 11th, everyone. May the, 11th, yes. Another right. version. I'm starting to have those sleepless nights already. <laughs> We're going to have fun. Relax. I hope it's, so. It's something Charles and I have been saying to each other. Like, hey, hey, just relax. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it seems to work when he what says it to that, me. It works. <laughs> B, what was that thing that used to have on the coffee cups and everything? R- relax and be, I'd be happy. No, it was something else. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. doesn't really matter. Obviously, right. it didn't have much impact. What does have <laughs> impact is Gator basketball, women's basketball, coming up next here on the tailgate after this last break. Until next time, I'm Pat Dooley for Kyle Cohen. We are deep way back, and we are out of here. Out of here. Thank you. See you again.